Buenos Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Halujuku, a podcast about East Asian pop culture, and it's whatever forms we are interested in, uh, music and more and TV and all that. Uh, I'm Peter Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me is, of course, my tag team partner, my right-hand man to my left-hand side. We've got Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing well and something else. I don't know. I didn't think of this before I started. Yeah. Um, we're here once again doing the damn thing. Here you're talking about East Asian pop culture. Uh, let's get down to it. We start off every episode talking about what's new, what's caught our attention since we last gathered. You know, some of the things that we've noticed and we've taken note of. Uh, Kaz, what's, what's new? Yeah. Uh, so new for me this week is uh, the boy Sonny, who I feel like I haven't heard from him in years, um, put up a song with with uh, essentially the person he's attached to the hip with is uh, Mad Clown. <laughs> Yeah. And it's a song called Butterfly featuring Bumkey. And I, I, I say that and I joke, but it's a pretty damn good song. It's yeah. super chill. It gives you a vibe that you need to chill the fuck out. Like the song just started and I'm like, why am I coming at them like this? Let me chill the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just a it's just a really <sighs> chilled vibe song. Like I, I, did, I kind of for some reason I was kind of coming into it expecting not to like it. Um. And I don't know why. And then it kind of started, and I was like, "Oh, I like this." And it it, it has the silly that that Sonny likes to put in songs sometimes. Yeah. Um, but it just has the super chill vibe to it. And like, if you if you like stuff like that, like this is right up your alley. Yeah, it does have a it does have a very distinct color palette. Uh, distinctly oh, yeah. yellow, <laughs> which yellow is, is uh, from yellow and song. You know. It probably plays off the the Korean uh, title, which is uh, "Norang Narang Norang," which is uh, "You, Me, and You and Me and Yellow." <laughs> yes, yeah. a nice little like play on on words uh, there, which is fun. Uh, but yeah, I think you know Sonny's cool, and and this song is fun, chill, and kind of a little you know a little silly, but and uh, and it does play well to like mad clown kind of owning his awkwardness you know like in a way mm-hmm. uh which is cute and fun uh yeah it was overall it's really cool song yeah i felt the same i felt the same and mad clown's part was actually good which usually i kind of rag on mad clown a little bit but i want to give i want to give respect this part was really cool mm-hmm. all right um Next song, uh, I think Jamez watched Full Metal Alchemist because <laughs> he put up a song called Alchemy, and it is it is very referential to the anime and manga Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he he's excited about that Netflix Netflix movie. Yeah, he's hyped about that Netflix yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm joking, no. But this is a really great song uh, featuring Doki and Mino. Um, but but then here's the here's the issue I hold with this. And usually I let you do the ragging on Doki, but I think I'll take it this week. <laughs> His part was fine. His part was great. I don't think he got the memo about the theme of the song. <laughs> yeah, no. Because Jay Miz was all on talking about alchemy and all this other stuff. And Mino was all on, like, talking about Full Metal Alchemist and alchemy and making references to that kind of stuff. 
Doki was just like diamonds and gold, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I know. I know that. I, I know that's about not, diamonds and gold. That's not what the rest of us is writing, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck. Like we like. It's almost like it feels like it's an obligation to have him on the track. It's like fine. Yeah. Whatever. It's like we're not gonna we're, we're not gonna spend extra time to, trying to correct Doki. It's, it's yeah. like. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, it's like, uh, yeah, the song awesome. Yes. The song awesome. And a lot, a lot of people, this country, you know, Mino's contribution, Jamez, uh, holding it down at the beginning. Uh, it, it's a solid and, uh, uh, the Full Mallory Alchemist references are cool, and I, I enjoy them for the people that uh, enjoy them. Uh, mm-hmm. It keeps reminding me that I probably should check out Full, Mal- Full Metal Alchemist at some point. Um, Don't do it. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know what that was. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Moving on. No, I don't. I don't dislike Full Metal Alchemist at all. I love it. It's great. It's the greatest anime ever made. Um, you, you know the other thing that I think we should also take from this video: when somebody can't show up for the video, just do a three D animation of them. Ugh. It's just as good. You don't even you don't have, have to have any out. more disembodied voices anymore. Yeah, we don't even have to have their mouth moves. You just like you just have somebody like uh uh capture you know, motion capture. Somebody doing all the rap hands, uh, that, that you know, just mocap somebody doing all the rap, rap, uh, uh, signing and the rap hands, yeah, and then they're all good, they're all good. It's great, greatest thing ever, man. I love it. (laughs) Um, all right, no, but coming to my coming to like, you know what, I'm I'm calling it right here, right now, my track of the week. Um, like. I've just been bumping this since earlier today because uh, <laughs> it came out today. Uh, no, it came out like this morning and I've just been bumping it. Uh, but Flo Seek, um, as you know, Flo Seek, just an amazing rapper, just kind of coming up more and more and more and more in the Korean rap scene um, and just really doing it. And for some reason, he really enjoys doing stuff with Jesse. And I don't know. But it's always good is the problem. Like, <laughs> a lot of the stuff that he does with Jesse is good. And I'm him or is it Jesse? Because, look, all right, I'm going to be real with you guys. I'm not that fond of Jesse. But I love Flosick. And I'm like, yeah. I know she's your homie. Can you stop bringing her to every party, though? Because she starts fights. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, oh, damn, dude. She's like, she is. She is. A distinctly a distinct brand of New York, New Jersey ratchet <laughs> that she has been able to maintain despite her long like her career in Korea. Like she's been able to like keep the keep the ratchet within herself and fully embody it uh, in in such a way that that, that is an amazing thing. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, this track is super fun. This song, this song is fun. No, this track uh, is a fucking banger, dude. Like, yeah. there's no way around that. I will fight anyone else that says anything otherwise. This track just goes, and it's so good. It gives me so much fucking energy. Yeah, I love it. 
Uh, and and Jesse's not and, and Jesse's not a great rapper. And no, nobody believes she's a great rapper or a good rapper. But she contributes to fun songs in ways yeah. that the song needs. <laughs> like, yeah. exactly like I'm not gonna lie, right? Like I looked at this and <sighs> I saw Flowsick and I was like, oh shit, new shit from Flowsick. Yes, I want this. I need this. Give me this. And then it was like, oh, there's Jesse on here, and I was like. Maybe she's just doing the hook, but it works really well in this back and forth that they're doing, and it's just like, and, and I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, I do, but I don't want to downplay Jesse in any way. And I'm like, did Flosik just maybe write this whole thing and was like, here, this is your part, this is my part, this is your part. I just wrote this whole thing in a fucking in in the bathroom. It's great. It's amazing. Yes. It's a Flosik, and I'm fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think the main thing is she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to contribute a lot as a rapper in the song, which I think helps. I think she just contributes really well at delivering her lines exactly how they need to be delivered. They're not exactly the most difficult. She doesn't need to be, you know, much, uh, she, she contributes exactly what she needs to do and she does it well. And it's a fun song. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's yeah. a fucking, it's a banger, a fucking yeah. flusic. Oh, keep keep it up, brother. Yeah, uh, bangers. <laughs> I love it. Uh, speaking of bangers, uh, at least what I think is a, is a solid banger. Uh, Exid are back again. Uh, unfortunately, S four again. Uh, as Solji still is recovering. Uh, they, you know, uh, hopefully she'll be back soon, but not too soon. Um, but EXID have come back and this time with a completely different sound. They've gone 90s New Jack Swing. I don't know if it's completely different. It's just salt and peppers. <laughs> well, it's completely different from EXID. <laughs> like, they haven't done salt and pepper before. But it's completely different for them. Uh, it's not new. It's a, it's an old style. But they're bringing back the, the 90s New Jack Swing. And it, it's fantastic. I, I, so the song's called Lady or Nade or Do It Tomorrow uh, in Korean. Uh, it's kind of a, makes for a fun thing uh, in like the, the hook, how they play it off in the English t- titles as opposed to in Korean. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a solid song. It's fun. It's catchy. It's It has a, like just the right amount of like throwback vibe. Uh, it the, the hook works really well. Uh, everybody in the group gets highlighted. I think precisely how they need to be highlighted. Um, I, I, I will. I'm looking forward to seeing if Hyeden can pull off that whistle note at the, <laughs> in the middle live. We'll have to see. Uh, but I think even like Ellie's part are even more. They, they, her parts are played to her strengths even better in this song. Uh, Jung-Hwa like contributes really well and they and shines and shows her uh her growth really well. Uh Hani gets to actually like sing in like her vocal range and it just sounds fantastic. And it's like this is just a fun song. This is just like a super fun song. Well, what do you think, Cass? Uh it's I don't know, it just doesn't grab me as much. It's 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 interesting, but I, I feel like it could have been done a little bit better. But it's not—it's not terrible. 
I mean, yeah, I, I I can definitely understand that. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, it's it's fun. Um, yeah, they 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 you know it doesn't reinvent the wheel <laughs> of New Jack Swing, but it, it's a nice little like throwback in in, in yeah. multiple ways. Uh, but yeah. Uh, next up we have Idari Sonia uh, Luna. We have the final member of Luna. Finally, the twelfth member, uh, and uh, we have Olivia here. Here, Olivia here, uh, with a song "Egoists," uh, and it's really cool. It's interesting. Um, I think a lot of it's mostly bolstered kind of by like the visuals and the and kind of like the grandiosity of it, uh, or the kind of the, the style yeah. of it. Um, and you know, it, and it does a good job of kind of like having this epic, there's a kind of like semi epic finale track to this whole like, uh, debut thing, <laughs> this whole like meter debut. And overall, it's just a really solid track. I think like it, it works well musically, works well musically. Um, and it's a cool theme. Uh, the you know, like I said, the visuals are really cool and interesting. Uh, and I think it, it it makes me intrigued as to mm-hmm. what once everything now that all the members have debuted or have been revealed, and when they finally debut, what is going to be the full final product of Luna, considering the myriad of directions all these like individual and unit releases have been um yeah i don't know what what did you think so i i've come to this this place in this journey of luna right where um i i used to talk about how how with like akb and japanese uh like idol culture right you 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 kind of got to dive in head first, right? With with that, and then you kind of try to pick your favorite based on whatever, and then you know it's all it's all about that, right? And that's what idol culture or group idol culture has kind of always built itself up on, right? You kind of you kind of get to know this group, and as you kind of see them and all this stuff or whatever, it, it gives you a sense. And at first, I thought this project was really weird. But as I've, as it's gone along, and I've thought about it from a, a promotional perspective and like a fan perspective, this is amazing um, because it gives you a sense of everyone's ideal. Well, 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 ideal as an idol, right? As as either a vocalist, a rapper, or whatever it is that they really showed off in these videos for these people, right? Like here is this is to me is more showing off her vocals than anything else, and then adding really powerful visuals with the the video. Um, and then you even have her, who I think of. Like there might have been one or one or two other people that had features from other people in the in in that, yeah. but this one st- kind of stands out to me because um, it's right here in front of me. Uh, and and you you have that thing that that does that, and you, you think about going into the future if they don't get lazy, right? And I don't mean the girls themselves; I just mean like the whole production team around them. If they don't get lazy 
you could do some really amazing shit outside of I, I think outside of making subgroups and all that shit like like fuck that Let, let's kill that ideal let's do something interesting where like every album there's solo tracks right because you've already given this really great picture of having all these solo tracks having then then at the end group tracks of each solo track right so you did the very first introduction then you know with a solo track, then the next solo introduction, then a group, then a solo, then a solo, then a group, then a solo, then a solo, then a group. Like, maybe not, you don't have to keep up that pace, (laughs) but but doing some really interesting things and creating some interesting mixes and in in a sense of like making subgroups, but not making subgroups, I think this thing could be amazing if done right. And I, I really, I I was actually interested in this track. I think she has amazing vocals. Um, and it just, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it washed over me as I was looking at this because I, I watched it earlier. Um, and then I just watched it again and it just like hit me that like yeah. either these people are geniuses or they don't know what the fuck they just did. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and it can go, it's, it's the music industry. It can go either way. Uh, yeah. And but I think yeah, and like having things like the fact that uh she's the final member to be revealed, and she did a song with the I believe the first member to be revealed to kind of like have it come full circle, in in mm-hmm. a way, uh, and it's really cool. I think uh I'm looking forward to I think overall what what's gonna be what Luna will be what. Uh, Idari Sonia and Idari Sonia will be, uh, like in its final form. So it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be interesting. They have, they have the means to 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 be ambitious. Uh, you know, for 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 a multitude of reasons, Blockberry Creative mm-hmm. has the means. Uh, so you know, they kind of like that. They they're they probably will be a little ambitious. So it's gonna be really exciting to see. Uh yeah, Idari Sonia. But also, also since since the debut of Hesian in October 2016, we've been through this shit for almost two years. <laughs> like motherfucker, like just think about that, people. Like if you are listening to me, think about they started debuting in October of twenty fifteen. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> of twenty sixteen. It is twenty eighteen. Yes. This last person debuted for a group <laughs> of twelve yes. people in on March 29th, 2018. Uh-huh. It took them almost two years to tell us all of the fucking people in this group. Yeah. Okay? Like, let's take some let's take some guts. Let's take some bull. They had to sit on their hands. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like, yeah, you got the job. You start your start date is March 29th, 2018. <laughs> like it's 2016 though, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the fuck I'm gonna do <laughs> between now and then. You're gonna like, train. The, the, <sighs> You go on train. They just put me through. I don't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I don't. I. All right. Uh, while you recover, <clears throat> uh, let's talk about a really cool uh 
uh, track for, uh, I guess, an April Fool's track. Uh, Bandmade uh, transformed into Band uh, Band Michael uh, for a track called Secret Michael Lips, uh, which is basically just a remix of Secret My Lips uh, done with uh, traditional instruments kind of uh, mixed in. And it's kind of mm-hmm. super cool. <laughs> like it's kind of super cool and actually super interesting musically. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it works really well. It's you know like like we've talked about with uh, Wagaki Band uh, and on the recently released episode of Record Breakers where we talked about Wagaki Band over there. Um, like mixing traditional instruments with like rock music is super cool and is generally especially like like japanese musical instruments and like uh like what is like japanese rock and japanese metal it just works really well and this song is no difference and it's kind of a cool cool thing that they did this as a thing just kind of like as an april fool's thing uh yeah but yeah i think it's just a really cool like remix uh what what do you think has no like ever since we kind of discovered bandmate because of this show in a sense um i'm just i've fallen so in love with this band dude like i've fallen so in love with this band and every time i hear them they just sound so fucking amazing to me and like God, they deserve to fucking have the world given to them. Like they're yeah. so fucking awesome, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think like the, the, there's there's so much cool things. There's such a cool thing about what they do, like uh, musically, uh, just in general, and then the way that that they could just do this thing, just as you know, as a little like this is for fun, <laughs> and it would sound so like cohesive and so makes such sense is really cool. Uh, yeah. Like, like they're so like, like, like I don't, I don't want to treat them super special, right? They're not the first Japanese rock band or group to mix traditional, um, instrument, traditional Japanese music instruments into a more modern sound or style, right? Like, right. There, there are definitely other bands who have done that before and who do that and who, who, who's almost that's kind of their stick to do that. But there's, I don't know, I just love this sound that Bandmade has. Like, I love their sound. Their sound is just amazing. And then doing this, like you said, just like, they they did this and they didn't, like, like this could have been hokey as fuck, right? Or it could have just fallen flat. But they, they found a way to really mix it and make it awesome, right? And yeah. There's still their traditional instruments in here, and and there might not be as as much of. I mean, there's still their their normal modern instruments in here, but and there not be maybe as much of the traditional instruments as some other Japanese bands use. But fuck that, dude! Like this shit is awesome. The other yeah. shit is awesome too, but this shit is fucking awesome. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I think that about sums it up uh, really well. Uh, yeah, bandmade awesome, band Michael awesome as well. Uh, yeah uh that is it for what's new we're going to transition right over to our headlines while i look down and make sure things are i can press the right buttons in order uh so join us on the flip side won't you
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the headline segment of Hallyujuku. We were talking about some of the topical topics, some of the things that are interesting going on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Um, yeah, some cool little like uh, announcements and uh, some funniness uh, going on this week. Um, nothing major, just some interesting little tidbits uh, in the headlines. But let's get it started uh, with something that I'm excited about, actually. Uh, I'm kind of hopeful about, uh, investigative Netflix variety show officially announces premiere date and release schedule. I think we've talked about this show when there was like a possibility of it happening. Either way, uh, we talked about it like very little bit. Yeah. I think maybe like there was like, because there was like probably very little information really. Um, the, er, so let's, let's get to, okay. The long awaited Netflix variety uh, show busted. Uh, will finally be premiering. Described as an investigative invested, investigative variety show that has a, quote, never-before-seen never format, end quote. Actually, it's, it's called, called Crime Scene. Uh, Busted has been in the works since 2017. Uh, it features a main cast made up of Yoo Jae-suk, An Jae-wook, uh, Kim Jong-min, uh, Lee Kwang-soo, Park Min-young, uh, Exo's Sehun and Gugudan's Kim Sejong as detectives. Uh, with their different different strengths and weaknesses, this motley crew of detectives must solve various mysteries with unexpected conclusions awaiting them. Different special guests it will also go head to head with the main cast every week, such as the previously confirmed uh, Yu Yun Suk. Uh, the program is notably headed by producing directors Jang Hyuk Jae. Jo Hyo Jin and Kim Joo Hyung, who have worked on popular variety shows like X-Man, Running Man, and Family Outing. Uh, two episodes were released worldwide weekly through Netflix over a period of five weeks for a total of ten episodes. It is set to premiere on May 4th. It is. It asked it in this article, but I still will ask it myself as well. Are you excited for this new variety show? Uh, Kaz, are you excited? Uh, it sounds interesting. It sounds like there's some pretty good people behind it. Mostly, like, maybe? I don't know. Like, variety shows... I, 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 variety shows kind of come and go for me. I've yeah. been trying to get back into Korean variety shows, and it's just been rough. Um, kinda so it's like... just kind of a, it's kind of a I'll see thing. Yeah. I, I've been kind of I've been having pretty good fun with uh, Running Man. I, I I went back and started watching a few of the recent episodes. I still got to go back and uh, like see if I want to get back into uh, Two Days One Night. Uh, yeah, being a Kim Jong Bin, Kim Jong Min being you know the dude from that show. Uh, I I I'm hopeful, especially if so. The big thing for this is. They're gonna have it's a it, obviously since they're, they're uh, you know it's already in production I guess uh, they also have pictures already. It, it, ideally, it looks like it's it's a pre-planned, pre-recorded, possibly tighter experience, um, which could go one of two ways. It could go too tight and be over, it feel overly produced and unnatural. Yeah, but see the thing but about it that, could right? also you say be, that, yeah, could and also... then the the list of showrunners it gives you, X Men, especially 
showrunner from shows like X-Men and Family Outing, right? Where those shows had had tight outlinings, but then you let the people within that circumvent those tight outlinings, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like like family outing is is this the the cast comes to take care of this family's house while they go on a vacation, right? And they're supposed to do all these chores and things like that. But a lot of the comedy in that show ended up coming f- just from those particular situations of of yeah. trying to take care of the house, trying to go get dinner, you know what I mean? Like so in a sense the show could could come across like it has a very tight sense to it and then but it's oh, yeah. given enough room to to be you know like, like yeah. let let people kind of do their thing yeah which is the other way where i think i think it has more likelihood of going where it's it feels tight enough that it doesn't feel like it's it doesn't doesn't have it has enough room to breathe but doesn't have enough time to lose steam and kind of like just a nice little tight 10 episode set you know 10 episodes of time to create funny you know and create ideas you know doesn't you know doesn't overstay its welcome and you have less of a chance of running out of ideas by you know but by the time uh you're reaching the end of it uh so i think like i think overall it it could go a lot of ways but i think it uh, it will help it that it's kind of like all right this is more of how you usually do tv you know uh which is going to be an interesting experience for for, i think a lot of people involved um i wish i wish more variety shows maybe brought things down to like a limited set of episodes i think they mm-hmm. might be it might be better for the better uh but i think it's 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 hard to to decide to do that especially if it's a show that is relied upon by the general public on a week in week out basis um yeah so it's hard it's not it's not easy but but to do that but it's always but it's also much. it's also i think the problem with that is is that a lot of these shows are are hosted by the same people and these people do five or six shows so these shows end up with really tight schedules because of that kind of shit you know what i mean uh, and th- and that hurts production because it's like all right you know like we we like you they feel long especially like something like two days one night which probably has a little more leeway which is probably why i ended up liking that show a little bit more because it's a very locked in schedule two days one night right like um so there there's a little bit more room in that production schedule but you know yeah uh so it's gonna be interesting we'll see we'll see what happens yeah uh all right so eating junkie crash uh, so interesting. So, Mixedine was a show that uh, neither that uh, I know neither one of us watched. And looking at the ratings, uh, neither did the entirety of Korea. Um, but it's been interesting seeing the mess now post show uh, in mm-hmm. YG trying to actually like lock down the winning group members into doing the the what it's all you know about which is 
hey, let's do this temporary group for a certain amount of time so that we can all theoretically make money, but mostly the person uh, making the group makes money. Um, but, uh, yeah. So the companies of Mix9 winning group reportedly balk at YG's contract offer, citing Lex. Uh, the winning group of Mix9 was recently given a contract proposal from YG that would last three years in length and would entail six months of promotion with YG and six months with their own company. Uh, surprising, unsurprisingly, at least some companies have reportedly balked at, these, at this offer, citing the length of the contract. The pre and here you go. The preconditions of the contract would be six months with the top nine group and the rest of their uh, for their original group and agency. However, agencies are not accepting such proposal. In terms of contracts, artists usually have a seven-year contract, which means that three years would most likely be already half of their contracts. Uh, they also claim that those who have original groups may be put under lots of physical, mental burden and strain because of the continuous activity, which may also lead to a lower production content. Another agency said that this type of plan and contract does not benefit them. Original agency and its members, they say that YG's proposal cannot guarantee profit despite being under YG Entertainment. Um, yeah, so it's... Again, the main reason for companies to be flexible is because YG struggles with doing things on schedule anyways. Like, even that. But, like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's just kind of... It's, it's a weird, like... Kind of almost like a pyramid scheme kind of thing, in a sense, where it's like, hey, you send all this this talent up and the money trickles down, right? Yeah. And... And everyone else sitting at, not necessarily the bottom, right? But everyone else is just sitting in different positions at this table is just like, no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, that just sounds like we lose. There's more strain on our people for, for less effort from you. You know, it, it, it you could dig into this and 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 you could make it sound you can make everyone sound like they would benefit right um and and this is kind of just like this is a really short article to kind of just give you an idea right but if you really probably dug into this there was probably really something there in in the the initial of this that seemed like a great opportunity for everybody, right? Like, like let, take all the bullshit of, of the Korean music industry out of it, right? Of like super group, you know, produced by super production company that then trickles down. All these people get fans. These fans then come back with them to their original groups. You know, fans spend money yada 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 right like like that's kind of the simple take of it um but i think number one yg overreaches here right as a production company they overreach with a three-year contract um ain't nobody got time for that <laughs> like um and then you say you're only going to spend half a year on promoting That to me, that right there, right, is trying to maximize profit 
for very little investment, yeah. right? And that's going to lose people right then and there. You've already people are pulling out their phones in this lecture, okay? <laughs> like you've already lost the class. Um, like you, you've you've already lost half the people right then and there when when you say. I'm going to maximize my profit while while giving the the lowest common investment I possibly can. If you said what? A year and a half with 6 months of promotion. So that that's yeah, half of that. Like, you know, like a month, and, a and, couple and months the, here, a couple months there, you know, here, yeah, 6 months total, yeah. Yeah, like and and to produce maybe maybe not even a whole album right because because th- that's the thing right I, I always think about these things in American perspective you you could release a mini album and everyone would be happy right like what four or five tracks maybe maybe takes up most of that six months probably mm-hmm. and then the other year touring and 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 promoting and music videos and shit like that oh 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 like. I that's fine, but all this other shit, you're just you're you're just you're you're not only shooting yourself in the foot, you're shooting everyone else in the foot. And then yeah. just no one's gonna no one's gonna take that. Just yeah. no one's gonna take that. Yeah, and it's you know, cause like if you look at like what they're what this all spawned from, which is produce produce one oh one, uh, and you look at like IOI um and they had what did they have discography wise they had uh they had like two mini albums you know which had like a few tracks each uh Chris, uh, yeah two mini albums which had a free few tracks not bad like their debut uh mini album had like uh six proper tracks a couple of them were mainly like tracks that were from the show. So, you know, you have, like, say you produce tracks for the show. You have your built-in tracks even mm-hmm. there. You have you have a little mini album with that. Uh, and, you know, they had another mini album with their, the Miss Me. You know, they, they had a few singles and, and they produced, you know, they, 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 uh, they were active for like a, you know, a year. Exactly. Um, yeah. Had a concert. And officially disbanded, and it was you know everything at the, you know, at the end of January everything was good to go, uh, and everything everybody returned to their respective agencies, all you know with the uh, with the popular you know kind of with the, that little bit of a uh, um, exposure from that group, and they're all benefiting <laughs> their, their they're all you kind of benefiting w- their original groups. You know what this weirdly like like and then even reading this this secondary or 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 coming to the secondary article right yeah where it talks about how how um a lot of these the the unit is going to debut in a couple of days on April seven seven and we're still in contract negotiations over mix nine and YG is already talking about even if they can't get the prospects that they want for this group they they already have a series of backups that they could possibly possibly <laughs> use because because knowing YG as a production company they already put ten dollars into this and they want twenty dollars out so yeah. <laughs> because they've put a minimal amount of money into this they want the maximum amount of money they can get out of it right so yeah. there's that but this 
and and I, I we try to stay away from these things, but this sounds like a lot of what happened last year and and in the continuing year for the NHL and the US hockey team, right? It yeah. was just like, hey, we understand your season your your you know the the majority of your season happens during the Olympics, but fuck that. Let's go win a gold medal, huh? But also you have to pay for everything. <laughs> Motherfuckers were like Nah, nah, like, nah, nah dog. What the fuck? No, like we straight. It's like, <laughs> like that's that's literally what's happening here. It's just YG's like, yo, uh, we having dinner at my house. Oh shit, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be all kind of great, great food. Uh, dope atmosphere. Um, except for two things: you got to bring a table. You got to bring your own chair. Um, you got to bring enough food for at least five people, and then you got to um, you got to you got to pay. Um, you got you know you got to bring at least two other people with you. So you probably want to run a U-Haul so that they could bring um, their shit as well. Yeah. You like, Bruh. I'm good. I'm a, I'm gonna stay home. Thank you for the invite. I think. I was that? In it? I don't even know what you just asked me. Like, yeah. What, what you just say to me? God, why do you think you asked me to feed you dinner? Wait, hold on. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just it, no. Yeah, no. Uh, YG. We we good on that YG. We good. We, we good, We're gonna we stay over here in our uh, lane. Like, have fun YG. Uh, I look forward to this all crashing in front of your in your face. Uh. All right, moving on. Speaking of uh, labels, the uh, in- interesting movements and interesting thing happening with big time uh, labels. Uh, Avex starts uploading videos for Johnny and Associates uh, acts on YouTube. Uh, though, I, I, whoever thought we would see the day, Avex tracks has officially started uh, to upload content from Johnny and Associates. Uh, so I'm not familiar exactly, like I've not listened to a lot of like Johnny's groups, but I definitely know the name Johnny's, Johnny and Associates. Uh, and they're like the epitome of like the idol labels, uh, you know, especially for like boy groups and the epi- epitome of, and we've talked about it you know, with like pictures of their artists, you know, finally being able to have them online. Mm-hmm. They're the epitome of the the internet is a bad, scary place, and we don't and we want none of it. Mentality of J- yeah. of Japanese music industry. Um, but it, it seems it, that they're they're making progress on lightening up that kind of a little bit with yeah, this. No, somebody, somebody's, somebody has been making this deal. Since YouTube opened its fucking doors, okay, yes. like, like there have been there have been two men in a room, and that and that door finally opened, and somebody was like, the f- "There was people in there, like, like, like yeah, we finally like, signed the deal." Like, damn, um, is that what is that is that why you is that we were why we were never allowed in that conference room? I, I kept thinking, like, man, we we had three. We sometimes we need that fourth one. We'd like. We sometimes have extra meetings, and like we had to go to the like the, yeah. the annex office. Like, oh, that's why we couldn't use that office, that conference room. 
Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about this the last time we kind of talked about, well, well Johnny and Associates, where, where uh, it, it's a very old mindset, right? Like, like it, it's a very, the internet seems like a very uncontrolled, un, unwieldy place to a lot of people. Um, and it probably did take a lot of talking and a lot of presenting and a lot of showing of of what these mediums can do for for a production company for their acts and and things like that and and a lot of showing the good while 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 kind of diminishing the bad right cuz you have you have to diminish the bad a lot cuz usually when people are very wary of of the internet as as a as a means of production or anything like that which i've become i've I've started to learn like a lot of people view the internet that way um you have to you really 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 have to de-demonize it right like um you you have to you you gotta come with a fucking truckload of good to to get these people off that ledge of of the internet is an evil thing in <laughs> evil incarnate um and show them like the good that it can do yeah. and the growth that it can have and the, and the reach that it can give you yeah yeah so oh. it's it I don't, it's hard it's, and, and and i give it to whoever the fuck at at, at avix who, who had that job of like yo go in there and get that <laughs> like yeah Show these people the uh, way. I hope. I hope they were able to get a get some water and a good meal uh, after, after that yeah. negotiation. Uh, also, one thing, uh, like it says in our the last paragraph. Uh, one thing to note, however, is that it, the full music videos have not been uploaded. Not even short versions. It's more like previews. <laughs> so it's like it's only allowing each video to be one minute long. Every single episode is either one minute or forty to five, fifty seconds long, but it, you know to start right. So if you look at like yeah, you gotta, like you gotta movies, start somewhere, man. There's just like little previews of like the music video and like of, of like the live DVDs. It's, you know what? It's, it's still all about selling that physical media. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, but you also like like you gotta take this as a step. This is a fucking. step that and it's going to you're you're gonna just keep hopefully climbing right and you gotta start somewhere and it's hey let us at least do you know x and i think that's what x was right um and 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 then it just it hopefully it continues to grow and spiral from there because like we've we've talked about before how we've we're in this weird place with Japanese media on the internet, um, yeah. for especially certain music groups and things like that, outside of idol and maybe some rock, most rock and idol stuff, yeah, from mm-hmm. from Japanese production groups, you know, is on the internet because they know the value of it. But yeah. a lot of these other acts that people mm-hmm. know about from word of mouth, you just you don't get to see or hear or know or, or anything like that because yeah. they don't want you to in a way. Uh, um, yeah. In, in in a way, or they're not really that concerned about it, uh, which is which is a shame. Like they they feel content uh, in their in where they're at, uh, 
which is which is a shame. Which I think if they could see that they could grow more, it would be it would be awesome. Um, all right, I think the 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 last headline we don't really need because we don't really have much a lot to say that to there. But uh, I think that's enough to say that this is a quality episode of how the Yujuku wrapped up nicely. Um, yeah, Kaz. What, what what do you got going on in the world? Sports Odds and Ends, the show for the fly-by-night sports fan, hosted by myself and the awesome JVZ. Um, SportsOddsAndEnds.com if you want to check that out or anything that we do with that show. If you are so curious, that's a starting point for you. As well as the DKG Well podcast, which has... It, it, it hit a speed bump. But we're we're still we're still trying, man. We just got to change a couple of tires. You know what I mean? We're going yeah. down a really bumpy road, but shit happens. Mainly that, people's that's what life is. Internet's <laughs> all kinds of shit, you know. But we're we're getting there we'll slowly but surely. Uh, we're all gonna be hanging out in Vegas, so we will like we'll do something. Yeah, that's also gonna be another detriment to every fucking show we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, who knows? We'll we'll do something. I don't know. We'll we'll you can at the very least see our Instagram stories and see what the hell we're doing from there. Uh but yeah, he's got those things. Uh, you can follow him at King Kaz. Uh, you can follow me at PD Rave. Uh, the show is Hallyujuku. Uh, that's Hallyujuku.com or KpopPodcast.com, which is an easy way to share with your friends. Rebelly.net for this and other shows, including Record Breakers. Um. Uh, you know all the episodes on there follow along uh follow along with that book club for music that i do there uh which is fun um yeah you can follow you can find us all over where you find podcasts like on itunes on stitcher uh pocket casts a bunch of different places you can like share subscribe do all the things do all things until next time hasta los huevos Fighting. you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs>